laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That. Who writes these? Who huh? should have this person locked up and looked at? Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Mers and David Horning on this week's episode. I mean, when I say his name, sometimes it, it I know whether it's going to go good or not. Mm-hmm. Because uh, either like that first joke, like that 50%, 50%, 100%, if that doesn't go good, like most of the time people are like, I'm probably in a very liberal crowd because mm-hmm. I, that's actually the people I have more trouble with than anybody, honestly, with that joke, at least. Because everything else is fine. I'm like, yes, great. But uh, if I bring that up and don't take a side, people are like mad. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they want you to be in the same echo chamber. Yeah, they want <laughs> like, me to yell at him or whatever. And yeah. it's like, dude, but why? What's the point? I don't know. Follow me on Twitter. That's all I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> can't laugh at that you can find us on patreon patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod we post full unedited videos of these episodes that you can't find on any podcasting platform pretty soon we're going to start doing uh, quick videos summing up these episodes that we've already done and in the future we're looking to bring in psychologists humor experts comedy club bookers for uh, little mini episodes that will be exclusive to our patreon so patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod, become a patron and benefit from all of these extra funnies. You can't laugh at that. If you're a first time listener, uh, this is for you. <laughs> all right, because on. we're recording this at the end of the whole conversation. Uh, you are now listening to You Can't Laugh at That, the podcast where we take topics you can't laugh at and we find ways to laugh at them in our never ending quest to prove that anything can be funny. With us today uh, is Jeremy Demery, filling in for uh, Steve Mers, who must have drifted off into space, as he usually does, because his background is space, and he always jokes about how he's floating around in a Tesla, and uh, that's just filling in our guest, Blake Hammond, out of Cincinnati. Yeah, we're definitely doing this at the beginning of the show, and not the end. This is the BC uh, <laughs> before cast. Uh, <laughs> portion of the show uh (laughs) blake is based out of cincinnati uh he performs all over the country uh the midwest probably mostly um and has been featured he's open for uh jeff shaw or jeff shaw i'm opening for jeff shaw jeff (laughs) (laughs) i'm plugging myself um (laughs) uh he has opened for Patton oswalt and uh, has been featured in the Limestone Comedy Festival. Very funny guy. Thanks for joining us, Blake. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, man. Awesome. Uh, you know uh, who never bombs? Who? The president. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that segue. Yeah. He, he is the funniest motherfucker on the planet, to be Dude, honest. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. But I mean, it's just that mentality. Like You see that in comics. They're like, they'll get off stage after having a terrible set and be like, Dude, I did great. And it's like, you had, you had three laughs. In 10 minutes. Right. What are you talking about? 
and he just did yeah, it. I, but, <laughs> but I buried two hundred thousand people. Yeah, <laughs> nobody kills more than Trump. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Maybe not Corona. Maybe yeah, Corona. But uh, we're definitely going to talk. Uh, it's yeah. it's it's a topic that's been done to death even before he was president, and uh, we we've, we've got to find ways to laugh now because every single route seems to be have been exhausted. Everybody's joked about his hair, about uh, about how he talks, about his skin color, about I mean, you name small it, hands. it's been done ad nauseum. Yeah, small hands, his penchant for fast food, like. Yeah. Just, just it's over. Yeah, <laughs> or is it? And that's uh, <laughs> and and that's the thing. Um, to me, what fascinates me is being able to connect with an audience full of his supporters. Like, what would that take? So we'll, we'll get into that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and then I want to definitely break down your bit. That uh, I love yeah. that bit, man. It's it's Thanks, so man. funny. <laughs> it's so you. funny. It's enough about him, but uh, there's so much more to it. And uh, I'll let you introduce the clip, and then we'll dive right into it. Okay, hell yeah. Uh, are we doing that now? Okay. Yeah, let's just, um, let's just go So for it. this is a story about uh, the time my uh, the time Donald Trump came to Cincinnati. And uh, I don't know, just play, yeah, play the clip. You'll fucking right. get it. like a mostly true story too, yeah. which is fucking wild it was the <laughs> best dude seriously it was so fucking good 
and it, like I, I made it a little bit more than it was, but uh, like the we saw the the procession go by. I knew it wasn't his motorcade because he wouldn't be like where I work because it's not like downtown. Mm-hmm. And the fucking this old <laughs> this old uh, lady I work with fucking loves Trump, and she went outside and she was like cheering it on, and I was like, "That's a funeral." That is a funeral for sure. And uh, I couldn't stop laughing. I had to go. I had to like go in the back. I had to like, st- I was crying. <laughs> uh, and then I was like, well, I'm going to write a bit about this. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It <laughs> it's, so, yeah <laughs> it's like, I got to go home. Yeah, I have work right, to do. Yeah, sorry. I got to do this thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's, I fucking love doing it. I like when he became president, my first, like, I was like, I want to write a joke about him that doesn't have any slant to it, but isn't about like anything. And I, and I didn't, I was like, man, I fucking hate him. Like, I don't know how to do anything. Like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to like separate myself from that. But then luckily that happened. And I was like, Oh boy, here it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's perfect too. I mean, yeah. it yeah. There is no slant. It's literally something that happens. <laughs> yeah, right. No slant at all. It brings him up, and it's sort of. Uh, I mean, it sort of talks about like the the. I mean, ever you either hate him or you love him, but it's uh, that's really yeah. It's, there's really nothing to it other than the story. Right. There's nobody yeah. on the fence about him. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, for sure. And so <laughs> and then like that the. The, the thing I like about it most is like it's uh, the blind support and hatred will blind you from everything else. And it's like, that's, that's what I like the most about it. Dude, you're I, yelling at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote that down. I was like, all right, once we break this joke down, I want to get deep on this and like yeah, really yeah. see what he was trying to say. <laughs> like, <laughs> because be, uh, you're right. People are so entrenched in their position that they miss out on everything else. Yeah, so dude. the second I, I heard that joke for the first time, I was like, oh, I bet there's some depth to like. To yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> you it, know? It's, yeah, right. And uh, then it's like, yes, yeah, so there's that part of it. I mean, it's like uh, also like there's a, a tension automatically brought up. I mean, when I say his name, sometimes it, it I know whether it's going to go good or not. Mm-hmm. Because either like that first joke, like that 50%, 50%, 100%, if that doesn't go good, like most of the time people are like, I'm probably in a very liberal crowd because mm-hmm. that, that's actually the people I have more trouble with than anybody, honestly, with that joke, at least. Because yeah. everything else is fine. I'm like, yes, great. But uh, if I bring that up and don't take a side, people are like mad. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they want you to be in the same echo chamber. Yeah, they want me to yell at him or whatever. And yeah. it's like, dude, but why? What's the point? I don't know. Follow me on Twitter. That's all I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got to read the room here, man. This isn't just for you. Right. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, I don't know. It's it's crazy. The, but yeah, it is nice to have a joke that is completely down the middle. Definitely does better. I mean... It's weird, but conservatives are fucking more open to listening to it. The only place uh, than than liberals, which is it's wild. 
I, I'm always surprised by it every time. Do you think they're just relieved that when you bring him up, the threat like you don't? Yeah, I think him? they think that I'm gonna bash him, and then I also think my look helps because I yeah. look I'm fat and I'm dumb, and I think they think that uh, uh, he might like Trump. You know what I mean, I'm fat. Yeah. I'm a fat idiot. They're <laughs> like, yeah, sure. <laughs> he, he's like me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw a hundred of him at the the protest yeah, right. in the Capitol for yeah. Right he Matt. looks like my like, son. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. Of course, uh, he's wearing a Pantera shirt. He's probably racist. <laughs> uh, but no, it's that's it, it's a lot of. There's, I think that helps, but I think that also hurts with the opposite, right? The liberal, like the liberal side. Sometimes I do that in a real hit place, and if they aren't fucking, if they don't listen, like it's like, dude, it's over. I just said his name, and I didn't go, and he's a Nazi. And it's yeah. like, all right, I don't know, man. <laughs> right. Uh, well, we're going to play uh, Shane Gillis's bit on him in a little bit. Uh, oh, he ma- he yeah, makes, dude. yeah, he makes that same point. Um, I was Which just, one? Which bit? Which bit? Just about how he's funny. Uh, uh, the funniest fucking president of all time. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, so good. I love, I love it, dude. Um, but I mean, I, I want to go back to that point where you know, the second you bring him up to a conservative crowd and they realize you're not going to bash him, that makes everything you say after that so much more funny because they're so relieved. Like, you've already broken the tension and then, yeah. and then I don't, there's there's a way to kind of ebb and flow and take them on a roller coaster ride where they think you're going to yeah, say something right. and then and then you don't. And that's, that just Never accelerates did. the punchline. Like, when I was in, uh, when I was in Indiana, like I was saying, I drove through this little town. It's like a town of 600 people. And there's a sign on one of the windows. It's Trump Realty. And it's not the same Trump. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's this little locally owned, like, real estate company, probably a family that just happens to have the same name or something. And, uh, <laughs> So about 15 minutes in my set, I wasn't like, I forgot what uh, the next bit was going to be. I knew like I had a bit on voting stickers that I wanted to get to eventually. So I just, I just, before I even knew what I was saying, I was like, how do you guys feel about Trump? (laughs) And, and, uh, and there was a smattering of like light applause and I could see them just kind of looking at one another. Like, is he gonna, is this liberal from, yeah, the, right. the city gonna come lecture us on our politics, <laughs> and and I was like, yeah, because I'm I'm thinking of investing locally, but I'm not sure if I should go with them or or Berkshire Hathaway. <laughs> and it, it got that like that that laugh. Yeah, it didn't deserve a laugh. It's not even no. That's, that's funny. That's a funny yeah, that's joke, joke, dude. That's like okay. It's like you know whatever. It was a local reference, which is like. Uh, but like that's a funny that's like a funny local reference dude. that's good <laughs> also though you know it's not like an actual trump thing because it's not out of business sorry uh <laughs> <laughs> hasn't gone bankrupt yet yeah right <laughs> 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 I, I immediately apologized but i was like i gotta say it uh <laughs> <laughs> little do you know that family used to own a butcher shop and uh, an airline and a casino and <laughs> <laughs> But no, that that rules, dude. That's funny as fuck. I yeah, if, uh, yeah. That's a great local joke. Like usually they fucking suck. But I live in Cincinnati, yeah. so it's like chili, and it's like yeah, yeah that's okay. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> How many chili. road comics just open with like your chili's oh, dude, not even chili? Uh, yeah, dude. Oh, it's not chili, dude. Or like, oh, I shit. It's like yeah, I man. That's what happens. When you eat food. You shit. <laughs> what do you mean? What? 
You can't laugh at that. Misdirect is key. Yeah, um, especially, you know, you do that that 50% uh, when, when you talk about how 50% of the people you work oh, with love yeah. Trump and 50 hate him. And you 100% love messing with people. So it's yeah, like, right. so that, you know, right. Yeah, that yeah, takes yeah. that I, swerve. That When I wrote that, I didn't even like, I was like, man, I got to have a way into this. But like, I didn't even think it was that good. I was like, this is okay. It'll probably do all right. Um, but then it ended up started like, cry- I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is, maybe I just, <laughs> maybe I'm not, I don't know. It's funny. But uh, yeah, when I wrote it, I was like, this is all right. And then uh, I started doing it and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that's it for sure. Like, (laughs) yeah, it took me like, it took me like three months to find the end of the joke. Cause it used to just be like what happened, right? It was the, like the young kids and then the four more years or whatever. And then that was the end of the joke. And it sort of felt like, you know what I mean? There was like another line and then I just had like that God prank thing. And I was like, oh, okay, that's it. Like, that's the end of the joke. That's almost, you know, you were the internal observer, like telling the story as if you were there. And then for that last line, you kind of take a step out and now you're the narrator. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to take a step out again because the joke starts like that, right? It starts out with me observing my situation and then diving into it and then coming back out of it and being like, here's the conclusion of what has happened. Right. You're, you're like, uh, you're like the rod, uh, the rod Sterling, <laughs> you, know, you narrate <laughs> yeah, the beginning, yeah. like here's yeah, yeah. rod Sterling. You, you narrate the beginning and, <laughs> and then you pop in at the end. Here's right. the moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like Vincent Price. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good tool to, to use too. I mean, you know, if you don't yeah. know how to close out a joke, it's like, well, have I been, have I been delivering it from the point of view of somebody that's in the story? Yeah. And then I'd like, can I take a step outside of that and, you know, close? Yeah. It out whenever I don't know, like, I mean, sometimes, uh, I don't know how you write, but like sometimes I'll have the end before I have anything else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, let's reverse engineer this back to whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, if I can't find an end, dude, it's always just like, okay, look at the beginning. What did I do up there? And how do I make that just be also the end? Yeah. Like it's, it. it's a, yeah, right. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I said this thing. So let's bring it back to that. I like to think that I have a set method. I sit down and I write, <laughs> but it just, it depends on what happens. It depends on what kind of, mood yeah. I'm in, you know, yeah. I mean, sometimes I start from the end. Sometimes I start from a punchline and build around it. Or sometimes I start with an idea that I don't even think is funny at first. And then I build. Oh, it, dude, find I it. do that all the time. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah. But somebody will be, somebody will say something to me and I'll be like, I like, or like, I'll keep hearing about something. I'll be like, man, that sucks. But also, I, <laughs> I like if people keep talking about it, so maybe I should write about it. You know, like right. maybe that should be a thing. But then it ends up being like, it, sometimes those end up being really good jokes because you have no dog in it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you have no dog in the fight because you can just look at it from every angle and who gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or do you ever find yourself in conversation with somebody and then you say something and it kills and then like the conversation is supposed to continue because you're two humans having a conversation, but your head's <laughs> like, okay, 
uh, yeah, you're talking to me. I'm not listening to you anymore. I'm trying to formulate. <laughs> yeah, right. No, exactly. Dude, I, I, I've stopped people. I, that happened last week at work. I said I was talking shit about some guy we work with. And I said a funny line. And I was like, she was like, and yeah. And then I was like, hey, hold on. I got to write this down. Like, I have to like write this down and be like how we got here. So I know later when I go to write the joke, <laughs> how I could probably redo this on stage. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's a ble- it's a curse. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, but it's also, I mean, it, it makes you seem like a psycho. Yeah, uh, in the moment, but then I don't know. People usually get it. They're like, okay, like maybe my girlfriend doesn't get it as much, but because uh, she's like, hey, we're talking, and I'm like, yeah, but like, right. but something funny happened. <laughs> like, this is my job. <laughs> <laughs> right. The other night, uh, I was having a conversation with my girlfriend. Uh, we were talking about how if Biden wins, Trump will resign so that Pence can pardon him before uh, Biden takes office. And uh, I, I just, I don't know, I said something uh, like how Mike Pence's face, like all of his facial features are so close together. I was like, uh, <laughs> I, I said, uh, he's like the Pangea of faces, like, <laughs> which is ironic because he doesn't believe in Pangea. And, yeah, right. that's funny. <laughs> and my girlfriend was like, you need to write that down. Like sometimes she'll, she'll be like, yeah, she'll say, yeah, fuck this right. conversation. That's important. But I have no <laughs> idea where I'm going to, like, I don't do a lot of political humor, um, which is funny because I have a degree in political science, but, <laughs> and that's why, that's why, I, <laughs> that's why I was looking forward to this to this conversation uh, so much is because like, if you can be political without being overtly, you know, just, yeah, just explicit yeah. about it, uh, you can make a connection with people regardless of their ideology. <laughs> well, the problem, uh, like the thing is, it's like, it's never felt, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't that old when Bush was in office. So maybe it felt like the sky was falling constantly. Uh, but I, it's never felt like this divided before. So it feels like you have to comment on it in some way. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can't get, cause these people together, like right now, again, like, I don't know. There's part of me that's like, when I get on stage, it's nice to just be funny and silly and dumb. Uh, because that's, I don't know. It's an escape from all that shit. But if you can comment on that, like while everyone is sitting together in a room and nobody really knows who, I mean, you can look at some people and tell who they voted for probably Mm -hmm. both sides. But uh, like when you're all sitting in a room together, you don't really know who these people voted for. So it's like, it's nice to comment on that in front of everyone and get everyone to laugh about it. Cause it's like, at least we can all agree that it's not great. Right. Right. Uh, We found a sweet spot of talking about politics without being political, which is great. Yeah, the system. Everybody, everybody can agree that the system itself is wrecked. Right. So if you can start in a in like a common place and then work your way out, I feel like you can bring a whole room of 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 different minded people together. And it's almost like, dude, but like you can't, there's like something to it too. Like we're like a lot of like political humor, you're angry. Like there's an anger to it, right? Because you're making fun of somebody or whatever. Like that's usually where it comes from. And that, 
uh, I think turns people off because that's all you see. That's all you're inundated with. So if you could be like funny and silly about it instead of angry somehow. Yeah. Uh, that's the, I feel like that's the only way to do it. I mean, there's some people that can talk about, if you have your own audience, it doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? Like you can right. just, they expect that fucking, from you. Yeah, if you're Patton Oswalt, you can be like, Trump's the fucking dumpster fire. Or like David Cross, like his whole special is about Trump. But it's like, uh, they're all, you know, super liberal. So it's not hard to, <laughs> it's not hard to go up there and be mad. Right. Uh, weigh in a little bit on uh, what um, Jim Gaffigan, I assume you've been paying attention to that. Because if you're a yeah. comedian and, you know, that's very relevant. Um, it's cool. I don't know. Uh I feel like it's it's nice because he's got a big audience and he's um, seemingly a pretty Catholic guy. He's like a pretty, maybe a little conservative um, kind of cat. He probably is a Republican. Uh, but on the same note, dude, it's like also like, I don't know. We've all been fucking doing it, man. Like we've all been talking shit about him. Everybody else has. It's like, you just fucking, I don't know. It's sort of like, um, that Lincoln project shit. It's like, yeah, it's cool. It's nice. Whatever. I get it. You know, Republicans don't like him either, but, uh, it's like, yeah, dude, we've been fighting it. You guys didn't fucking fight hard enough the first time. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> uh, so it felt like, uh, I don't know it's nice that he did it and it's nice that he's speaking out and I don't need him to do it on stage. Right. That's fucking, I don't need him to be like, I'm fat. And also Donald Trump is an asshole. <laughs> uh, like, you know, it seems a little whatever. And I think but, that's why he did it on Twitter. So he doesn't have to bring it to a stage. He right. brought yes, the material dude. online. We don't need to yes. re, you know, revisit it. Yeah, that's how I feel, man. I mean, that's why I put all of my, like, any political shit I feel is just on Twitter. Because it's like, man, I don't know. Fuck it. Like, why would I, why would I want to bring this on stage? It's such a fucking hassle at this point. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not even fun to do. Like, you could talk shit about Obama on stage. It was, like, fine. I mean, I didn't do it, but, like, that was, like, when I was just starting. But it was, um... But, like, people did that. Like, they talked shit about him droning countries and whatever. And everybody was sort of on board with that. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's also because I think there wasn't, I don't know, just, I mean, there was a strong hatred for Obama, but it was like a, uh, like a bubbling up of, you know what I mean? Like, it was in the fringes of those people being super racist or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and also we're not being inundated with it. Back then. Right. Like yeah. now it's just constant barrage of, Oh, did you see he did this and then they did this. And it's just all day. The 24 hour news cycle has become more of like a, like a 60 minutes, like every minute <laughs> there's something new versus every hour there's something new. It's yeah, insane. Dude. It's overwhelming. And people want to get away with from that uh, when they're at shows. Yeah. And when you're at home all day, like mm -hmm. when you during the pandemic, it's mm -hmm. like, what else are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. oh, when uh, you're waiting for the president to talk at five, because you, what else are you doing? You're just sitting. I guess I'm going to watch, you know, watch Tiger King or something, and then you watch the president deny the thing that's making us stay inside for three months. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. Uh, so I think that made it worse. I think that's why everybody 
uh, was so is so hyped up. I mean, also yeah. everything's terrible, but uh, that there's that too. <laughs> yeah, now we have this magnifying glass that just now we yeah, see right. it. Right when you see everything constantly, you're like, oh yeah, uh, that's why George Floyd's death was such a big deal. You know what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. saw it mm-hmm. happen in real time. And then it was like, holy fucking shit. Well, the, I mean? the distraction's like, not there anymore. Like, you you know, sports are gone. I don't have right. the, the grind of going to work every day. I don't have to. The only thing I really have to do is go grocery shopping, which I can only, I, I bulk shop. So then I'm, I only have to do that once every two weeks. So there's nothing better to focus on than the world burning around you. So you're sitting <laughs> right. there like, Thinking like this has got to get better soon, right? We can't just be sitting here for the next two months, and then yeah, right? month two rolls right? around, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm still sitting here waiting for this asshole to do something." <laughs> God damn it! You know what? Yeah. I've got time on hands. I'll handle it. I'll handle yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's getting rid of sports and getting rid of you know just everyday life now you're forcing people to be alone with their thoughts and that's a scary place so if i can project or like you know uh, take this thing you know something like george floyd or something like the littlest thing that trump says like the hydroxychloroquine stuff and the you know inject bleach stuff like and run with it that that stops me from having to deal with my own thoughts Oh yeah, I'm surprised sure. that the number one hobby wasn't taxidermy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, it's it is a uh, it's all a distraction from uh, how you feel, and I, also I feel like people project how they feel through Trump and through you know whoever whoever they want it to be, like you know what I mean, whatever politician they feel like best represents them uh, or celebrity. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, if it's Joe Rogan that you feel like, or Joey Diaz, or whoever, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, he talks for me, like yeah. whatever, uh, like that kind of shit. And that's why everybody is so fucking angry every time anything happens. Anything happens. Yeah, anything. <laughs> fucking anything happens. And there, I mean, there are people booing a moment of u- unity like, like a couple nights ago. Yeah. Was, <laughs> that was absurd to me. It's like, it's there's crazy. no argument there. Yeah. It was a moment of unity, and their team just won the Super Bowl like yeah. seven months ago. <laughs> like, just fucking let it happen. Like, who yeah. cares? It's like 20 seconds. Yeah, people's true colors are definitely coming out now. And I think... Uh, that your your Facebook comment section come to life line is, uh, is thanks, just uh, <laughs> that packs a wallop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the added tag of Michael Jackson eating popcorn. That's a, it's just a so yeah. good. Little silly, one, silly, yeah. silly visual. Uh, I was like, what's the most used GIF in yeah. Facebook fights? And I think it's that one, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, really, what's the most used GIF that uh, these old fucking idiots would know? And Because uh, we'll know all of them. You know what yeah. I mean? uh, but like, what would my parents know? And it's, oh, it's Michael Jackson eating popcorn for sure. Mm-hmm. But dude, there's been times where I'll say that and it feels like bringing up Michael Jackson is weird. Like it's, you know what I mean? What do you mean by that? Like, uh, what did he do? Yeah, what did he do? I don't know. Only, only release some of the best music of all time. (laughs) He's a good man. 
Uh, other, than, <laughs> other than being the king of pop, what did he do? <laughs> uh, he's, uh, you guys remember when his hair got lit on fire during that Pepsi commercial? Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what it is. That's very controversial. Is. Yeah, I mean, he broke up with Lisa Marie Presley. Mm-hmm. You don't remember that? Uh, he had the audacity to try to you know kiss her on live TV. <laughs> he put his baby over the edge of that thing. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the only time you endangered a child. He was just trying to one up Clapton. <laughs> he was trying to pull a Clapton. Yeah. <laughs> These rock gods are all the same. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jackson covering Tears in Heaven. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we talked about dead babies for too long. <laughs> oh, man, even mentioning that song is one line too long. Um <laughs> I remember when I was a little kid hearing that song, I was like, oh, I like this song. And my mom, my mom told me what it was about. And I was like, I'm five. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been me. I was like, that, that song's the real tragedy in all this. <laughs> oh, it sucks so I was hard. playing by an open window yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> mom, is that what you, and then you, yeah, you realize your mom keeps all the windows open. <laughs> Eric Clapton's her hero. Um, that's weird. <laughs> Too soon. So you're 20 minutes late. Like that's almost. It's a good. It's a good setup. It's also a good introduction to who you are. I don't know. Where do you put that in your set? That uh, this joke is like. It's like the beginning of the chunk that I do at the end. Like I have like 10 minutes that I close on, mm. and this is the beginning of that 10 minutes because it's like okay. Uh, it's a well. It's a big joke. Like you know, what I mean, there's just it's a story. So I would probably say if I'm doing thirty, it's like, you know, probably twenty eighteen, and I do that. I do it, and um, yeah, it's usually there. Or if I'm doing forty five, like I'll push it. I might do it a little earlier, but when I'm doing forty five. I'm also fucking around a lot, so it's like a yeah. weird like. Oh, uh, when do I think I have them the most? Then it's like I do it then because then it doesn't. Now it, that's going to crush. And then I'm also going to have the rest of the time to do whatever. Like I can do, like if I do it when I'm destroying, then it's like I can, I could just do any bit after that. It doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. They're locked in. Because they're, yeah, they're locked in. They're already with me. So it's like, oh, okay. Now I can either. You know, if I feel like that crush too hard and I need a little fucking breather between, I can just like do some crowd work or whatever. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I usually do it like before I do. Like I, I try to end my set with like four or five things I could close on just so it's like, okay, this is a closer. This is a closer. This is a closer. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like, boom, 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 build, build, build. And then eventually I, uh, yeah, just the end. But sometimes dude, it's like, uh, like there's been sets where that'll hit so hard. And then I'm just like, or it won't at all. And I'm like, God, I'm glad I don't fucking close on this joke. You know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes it's just, uh, like I did a show in Lexington and it was a real young liberal 
cool crowd and I was crushing and I was like, here we go. Got to do this Trump joke, said his name and they were like, Ugh. and it was like, oh boy. Like, so I had to like win it back uh, after that, which was fine, but it's just, man, this like liberal crowds, it's like really hard sometimes to get them to just be like, no guys, like you got, how do you not trust me? I've been up here for 30 minutes. When did you think I was just going to be like, yeah, I fucking love Trump. You yeah. guys like <laughs> I really love the joke in and now I'm all paranoid that I might be like a a closeted Republican. <laughs> no, I think you're just, you're just a comic, dude. Yeah, uh, right. yeah. <laughs> that's just that's just what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm fucking super liberal, and that's it's just like guys, just listen, just like a little bit. You don't have to fucking. I swear, it's gonna go to a place that is good. It's not bad. But I think it's uh, I think it's not necessarily the fact. It's just me not taking a stance, and that's what pisses people off, man. Yeah, people like, think woke. I'm a fucking traitor. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not using my white privilege to take a stand against Trump or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> right, and that's what, that's like that's why it can't the the political spectrum can't lean too far left because then it's almost like. Well, you know, tell me how much you hate. Like, why aren't you talking about how much you hate this thing? And it's like, there's so much more nuance. Right, dude. I mean, fucking sometimes I don't want to talk about sad, awful shit all the time. You know what I mean? Like, right. somebody yelled at me on Twitter the other day because I made a joke about Nancy Pelosi. And they were yeah. like, this is fucks. And I was like, what do you mean? She sucks. Yeah. She sucks. So, like, I don't know, dude. Like, why can't you just also not be so, like, narrow-minded that you can't see that other people also suck? Like, I don't know, dude. Uh, it's so fucking weird. And it was just about, like, it was just some dumb... It was about that fucking blowout or whatever. Yeah. She had her hair done. And it wasn't even, like, really that mean to her. It was just... I don't even remember what it was. It was something dumb. Yeah, she got and, her hair did, and then everyone freaked the fuck out because... <laughs> The salons are supposed to be closed, and they're like, "Oh, well, why can't I get my hair done too?" Shut up! Yeah, it was like Shut half making fun up. of her, half making fun of those people, and yeah, man, people got. I lost like five followers because they were like, "You are you're a traitor," you know? Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. It is. Uh, fucking, I once posted that, like, right when Biden got the nomination, I was like, "Man." It's okay to like not want to vote for Biden and vote for Biden. And that's literally basically what I said. And it was just that. And it wasn't anything more. And people got so fucking angry with me. It's such a privileged position to take. It's like, what do you mean? Why do I have to be excited? Yeah. What right? the fuck? What the fuck? I'm <laughs> voting for him. God damn. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I, I can't imagine because I'm not a I'm not a Twitter commenter. I don't I I say what I want to say in my tweets, and that's pretty much it. Like yeah. unless unless you add a comment that uh, allows for co some like positive conversation, right. you know, I want I want to talk about ideas. I don't want to talk about you know like whether I'm right or wrong. You miss the whole nuance of it. Like a good joke doesn't claim to be right or wrong. It's just, it, it's just full of nuance. Like, is, you, yeah. you should be able to pick apart even a one liner. You should be able to take 10 minutes and have a conversation about like what you're really saying and like what else right. is there. There's like life is so complex and complicated. <laughs> it's like, 
it's like looking under a microscope. There's just another layer, another layer. There's like a deeper layer, deeper layer. Yeah. It just keeps going. And to, to say it's either or is just so, so like you miss out on so much. Yeah. And see the problem. Okay. The thing is, is like, uh, Twitter is not a place for nuance. Like <laughs> you can't, have, <laughs> <laughs> there is no nuanced opinion. It's either, fuck you or fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no in between. Uh, and but sometimes you feel like that. Sometimes you're like, fuck this. And then you just post something that's pretty fucking mean about whatever's happening. Yeah. You're angry. Yeah. I disagree. Right. I mean, a couple of days ago, I was fucking super angry about those, those tapes, those Trump tapes mm-hmm. or whatever. And I posted some probably not funny like things, but they were just sort of mean. There's, and but like sometimes it's fucking that's just what happens. There's plenty of nuance to Twitter. There's fuck you, there's fuck <laughs> this, there's fuck that, and there's fuck <laughs> everything. Laughing. Yeah, it's sad that I'm the most diverse thing in this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> just white we're, we're just white guys uh, solving the world's problem and then Jeremy. Yeah. The pale the pale Arab. Yeah, <laughs> I like to think of myself as discreetly ethnic. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, you need to you need to explore that on stage a little bit more, man. You really should. That fucking uh, I didn't even know because you just look like me. So yeah, I'm like, oh, this guy, this guy's like me. He gets it. Uh, but talk- no, yeah, you look like uh, you look like you'd hate yourself. And I do. And and I you do, do right? I, do. Uh, I did talk about it a couple of weeks ago at uh, Make Them Laugh Mondays because there was two white guys that went up before me and then the host went, oh, I didn't realize this was the white power hour. And so I had to address yeah. it. Yeah. Which is a great burn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so I got up and I said that... Um, and I had him right off the rip by saying that I'm not white. I'm just very pale. <laughs> and described how I'm half Native American, half Arab. And then, like, went on a whole bit about how my dad had the wrong emotions when I was born because I was so pale. <laughs> you know, like, when your first born comes into the world, your father's overwhelmed with emotions. But I think the emotion that my father was overwhelmed with was anger because he thought my mom cheated on him with some way. <laughs> yeah, funny. dude, you gotta talk about that. That fucking rules. So I had no idea. And it's like uh, uh, Ahmed Weinberg. Do you know that dude? He's like half, uh, he's half Jewish um, and half Arab. And he looks, he's like a redheaded ginger. So it's like uh, he goes up and it, he has like I mean his name is Ahmed Weinberg. It's a very <laughs> I mean so it's, it's like for sure not the guy you think is going to come up. <laughs> I keep telling my uh, sister she needs to do that. She needed to do that for one of her kids, like Ahmed Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, there's a lot of fun. Uh, it seems like a really fun opportunity to. And it's like personal. It's just to you. So it's like, those are the best. Those are the best jokes. 
Yeah, not not many people can relate to it, but you can relate it to a lot of people. Like it's oh a, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like oh, that's what it would be like to be it's a white like, Native American right. Arab. Yeah, dude, okay. it's very very unique. It's a very yeah. uniqueness is good. Like that's that's what makes yeah. It yeah did, I love that. It did real. That's well. why I like my story because nobody else has that story. Yeah, nobody well, else has that fucking Trump thing. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. That's such a, that's such a, God, that's almost one of those things where like, I wish that happened to me, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's so <Sure>. good. <laughs> I can only imagine. I mean, the, the second you reveal that it's a funeral <laughs> procession and then, and then you start to set the scene more and just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, cause you, it's, it's really just like from so their perspective, said all of it. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, Oh, now you're seeing it from the people who just had somebody die and what they're seeing. And it's fucking, yeah. Like, it's like, as I told it from my, like, it's literally I different sides of the street. So mm-hmm. like, I'm seeing it from our side of the street. And then if you look at it from the other side of the street, it's like, this is what's happening. And it's fucking crazy. <laughs> Probably one of the best moments of my life. Oh, for sure. It was, was that, was that, uh, did they, ever realized that they that wasn't Trump oh Twitter yeah game. dude and i have not stopped talking about it since <laughs> like they'll like say something and i'll be like oh yeah remember when you protested a funeral you fucking piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> it transcends politics yeah Again. dude yeah it's a uh it's a very it was a very accidental westboro baptist church thing to do. <laughs> 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 oh man where have those guys been um <laughs> for real what the fuck <laughs> yeah just the more the more sensible uh protesters <laughs> yeah it feels like they got it feels like they took over the country <laughs> <laughs> we're just filled with all these fucking crazy oh, uh, people now yeah well and that's that's what's funny about the whole thing is that everything we're talking about is just a very human thing. Like there's no politics in the wild. Like sure. There's, there's hierarchies and different, right. you know, social communities and different animals, but there's no like, you know, opinions yeah. or anything. And so our acting on these self like created and fulfilled beliefs is an absurd thing that we have to talk about. Right. Somebody has to talk about them. Yeah. But it feels like everybody's the problem. The problem for us, I think, is it feels like, it, like in the '90s, it didn't feel like everybody was talking about it, right? right. So you could go to a comedy club, and a guy could have an opinion on uh, doorbells like, are weird, right? That or like he could be like talking about Desert Storm, and you'd be like, oh, nobody's mm-hmm. really talking about it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. talking about it seriously, except for like just the news shit. Mm-hmm. But now everybody's talk. Everybody's talking about it. So it's like, okay, how do I talk about this in the way that nobody is like? And there, it's like almost there's such a slim amount <laughs> that you could find. Right. What was uh, God? Norm Macdonald had a joke on Weekend Update uh, that was basically calling out the Clintons for like ah, I forget what it was. No, it wasn't on that. It was on the View. He was a oh, guest yeah. on the he view. Called Bill, he called Bill Clinton a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> Way before he it was mur- cool. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he murdered a guy. 
Yeah. And they're like, what? No, this is not the place for whatever. He's like, oh, I thought that was a matter of record. Yeah. And now they bring it up on Sesame Street. Like, <laughs> yeah, L is for Little St. James, which Bill Clinton was. <laughs> Went to seven, 27 times. <laughs> It's it's crazy though. You're you're right. It's it's everywhere. It's on Sesame Street. Like Tucker Carlson is talking about how Elmo is trying to make sense of Black Lives Matter, and just, it's everywhere. It's too much. Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. It Turn is it fucking off. insane. But and it's, it's all like, I want, it's all we want to talk about. It's all because well, it feel it, it it all feels important. But I feel like you know, and it is to an extent. It is important. Like being out, like I, I went to some of the protests and being out there, it felt important at the time. Right. And it felt good and it felt whatever. And, uh, it felt like you were doing something, but it's like, I don't know, man, like there is an importance to a lot of it, especially like black lives matter stuff. But, uh, Man, some of it, like some of the Trump stuff, it's like, how important is it really? Like, are the ta- the tapes are important? Like, the tapes of him lying about COVID, is that important for us to know? Yeah, but like, really, is it going to do anything? No, nobody jumped ship because of that. You know right. what I mean? And it, realistically, it, it, we didn't learn anything. We knew he knew. Like, we're yeah, not. Yeah, we knew he knew. Yeah. It's just it's, egregious to hear him say it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that, it's like. <laughs> Holy shit. It's like if he said the N-word, it'd be like, yeah, but like, oh my God, I can't believe he actually, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there's still a little shock, but you knew he, you know he does. Right. And then, and then before he even made a statement on it, everybody was like, oh, he'll just, he'll justify it some way. And then everybody will be like, on his side will be like, yeah. And everyone else will be like, no. And what happened? Well, my favorite is watching him riff that stuff. Yeah. During like press conferences, and when he lands on something, you could see it click in his eyes. Like it's like watching a stand-up. Whereas it's like, what was it? Two nights ago, yeah. there was a reporter, and he said something, and you could see him like, "Oh, that was good." Like, yeah, <laughs> in his head, yeah, you I could tell. Yeah, I didn't want to cause. Well, first it was I didn't want to cause a panic. That yeah, was right. the the riff that he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna fucking hammer this," mm-hmm. and then I think he saw. I think honestly, dude, sometimes when he gets himself in like really bad situations, I think he goes to like progressive uh, Twitter accounts and like fucking sees what they're saying and then <laughs> fucking and then <laughs> and then twists it. God, I hope you're cause right. Because the, the next day right. it was like, oh, if what I said was so bad, why didn't Bob Woodward come out with it sooner? Mm-hmm. Yes, that was it's the right. Like, that was the thing where he landed. I'm like, why didn't he yeah. report it? It's because you're the president. Who would report it to? <laughs> and also, if you have an exclusive, like, if you're having exclusive conversations with a guy, you don't want to drop a bomb after the first conversation. You want more. You want more. Right. And you're writing a fucking, I mean, he's writing a fucking book. Yeah. No shit. But we already knew he was lying. Like, it's like, I don't know, dude. It's fucking, uh, this the is- people are too... People get their news from the president mm-hmm. now. So it feels like uh, maybe he should have said something. I don't know, man. Fuck. I was <laughs> I went to school for journalism and I couldn't even tell you what to do in this that situation. <laughs> it's by far been the dumbest. 
presidential campaign on both sides I have ever seen. It is insulting from whether you're a Republican or Democrat, everything you're being fed from both sides is insulting to your intelligence. Uh, yeah. As an intellectual, it's so difficult to uh, watch. It's, uh, it's, it's like not even, it doesn't feel real. Uh-uh. It never, it never feels real. It honestly doesn't really even feel real that he's the president still. Like it just feels like, I guess, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. He's up there. He's talking again. <laughs> just clogging the airwaves and it's brilliant. You know, there's so much noise that we're missing out on the important parts. He's, uh, if nothing else, master manipulator, dude. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And that's, uh, and he's funny. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody wants to admit it, but he, uh, dude, I mean, when he won that, when he won the election is when, if when he said, "If I were president, you'd be in jail," like that fucking walk off rip, yeah, uh, with Hillary was fucking. It was it. That was. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, cool, we're gonna lose." Yep. <laughs> yep. She had nothing for it. No, um, that, that's it's a, a roast good, battle. It's a roast battle, dude. Oh my god, a million percent. Um, <laughs> so, are you familiar with that Shane uh, Gillis? Dude, bit? I fucking I love it. I've sent yeah. it to so many people. I think it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, let's it's let's so talk good. about it. Let's uh let's play it just for for memory's yes, sake and then uh and then let's talk about it. I think it's important for our country to admit one thing. Like left or right, I think we need to come together and admit that he is funny. <laughs> and then we can go from there. Whether that's good or bad. I'm tired of having conversations with people that are like there's nothing funny about this president. <laughs> it's like I don't know. During Hurricane Dorian, he tweeted out maybe we should nuke it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing. That was a real thing. That happened this year. People, everybody moved on. The president earlier this year was like, we got a big storm coming. You guys want me to fucking blow it up? <laughs> Everyone was like, no. He's like, all right. Offers on the table. <laughs> but he's, he's funny, and I'm tired of people saying he's not. Like, it's, it's crazy. He is funny. It's funny, too, because I do stand-up in New York, so I hear all these comics, like, all the time be like, the president is, like, an actual red or orange piece of shit. It's like, you're lucky he's not next. He would bury you. (laughs) He's funnier than most comedians. It's a weird time to live. If I was a Democrat, I'd be, like, begging to get rid of the debates. We need to get rid of it, because that's how he went. Like, he's, he's undefeated in debates. He's undefeated in every debate he's been in, and he's never said a fact at one of the debates. He's never, never once said a fact. He argues like a fifth grader, and he's funny. It's impossible to beat him in a debate. You can hit him with as many facts as you want, and he just goes, no. Holy shit. How did no one prepare for that? You could just say no in the middle of the debate? (laughs) I remember the first debate. He came out, the Republican debate. He just walked out, walked on stage, came right out, was just like, Rand Paul is ugly. (laughs) The whole crowd was just like, oh, oh, shit. Oh. (laughs) And Rand Paul was like, what are we we talking about? He's ugly. And everyone was like, shut the fuck up, Rand Paul. That's such, oh, it's such a good bit. Um, I, I watched. He fleshed it out a little bit more when he was in Cleveland. 
he talked about like how every week uh, during the Republican primaries, there was just one less person. He would just like hone in on one person. Jeb Bush, dad, low energy. Like that's brilliant. <laughs> and then Jeb Bush is gone. Like Ted Cruz, lion Ted, he's gone. Little Marco, he's gone. Like yeah. one at a time. And then he just hammered it home over and over and over and over again. It's almost like as a, as a comic, you know, if you want to make a point with a bit, you repeat like the central theme uh, between like between uh, jokes. So people are still following along and that's in the back of their head as you tell the next joke. So, yeah, man, he's watched a lot of Chris Rock. <laughs> Just repeating the premise over and over again and then, uh, yeah, adding some tags and then uh, hammering it home. <laughs> Just like you said, if I were president, you'd be in jail. Boom. Dude, it was the, I mean, it's, it's like, oh, cool. Well, Hillary's fucking done. That's it. Yeah. I remember the night before the election, I was with Tate. I was with Jeff Tate. And I go, dude, I think he's going to win. He's like, there's no way. There's no way. I was like, all right. Well, I <laughs> don't talk to me tomorrow because it's going to yeah. be real bad. <laughs> That's the thing is, you know, you listen to the media and it's all, you know, the, the coastal elites and they don't take into account uh, people that live in blue collar places where jobs have left. And so they're looking to somebody or, or something different. And the Democrats have let them down long ago. Right. And, and they're still, you know, doing the same thing where they can't, they can't, if they were to build a vision for America and the next 10 years and get people excited about that and stop, just stop talking about Trump. See, that's the thing is if you add, you, if you talk about Trump, you're adding fuel to the fight that plays in his favor. That's the kind of person he is. Cause if you're talking about him, you're taking attention away from the things that really matter. Right. And dude, here's the problem. I think, uh, and you just sort of touched on it. Democrats are like, let's build a vision for the country. And Trump's like, how about we build a wall? And all these idiots are like, yeah, I know how to build a wall. Like, yeah. we could do that. Like, I can build walls. I've built walls before. Uh, that's my job. Mm. Uh, but vision, like a vision for a country is uh, such a fucking abstract thing. And, uh, you know, I mean, fucking the Democrats, uh, you know, have abandoned those people. So, of course, they don't trust them. Right. Of course. And it's like, dude, who are you going to go with? The guy who can uh, make the other person look like a fucking idiot? Or uh, while he's being an idiot? Like, it's fucking crazy. It's the, or, or the person who takes the high road, right? And it's like, oh, I'm not going to stoop to your level. It's like, oh, you just didn't have a comeback. Because that's what dumb people think. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it's the fifth grade playground insult. It's tangible. Thing. It's a roast battle. Yeah. Yeah. Shane, I mean, that's, that's, that's why it's such a good bit. Because he just sums it up in, what was that, two minutes, three minutes? Two minutes. Sums yeah. up the whole fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> God, he got fucking... Man, what a bad, what a bad scene he put himself in. But uh, that really sucks because <laughs> he's super fucking funny, man. Yeah. God damn. I, I, so I think funny. he'll do. I think he'll do better outside of the SNL. Um, oh, I think so too. Because the SN, the confines of SNL are, are very limiting. Um, For sure. 
But I think it also would have, uh, it would have gotten him, he might have broke out. You know what I mean? Like, there might have been something, like, to happen to where he got on update or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he, he would have been, been he, yeah. Like, he would have been an update guy, and he could have been a fucking good update guy. Um, oh, man, him and Shay. Yeah, <laughs> dude, great. him and Shay instead of Colin Joust. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, that would have been amazing, because they're mm-hmm. both very much like that. They're both, mm-hmm. like, attacky and, like, uh, aggressive and they write, you know, sort of edgy jokes, and I think it would be, yeah, it would be really good. And they're always nuanced opinions. It's not bullshit. So, right. yeah, I fucking, I think they would have been a fucking great team. You crossed the line. You've been really active on Twitter. Um, you've, yeah. I mean, I know I've seen like those at content aggregators stealing your stuff. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what was that back in like December or something when that happened or that was, uh, it was more it's, recent. Ha- it's happened. Yeah. It's happened a bunch. It happened, I think in like, uh, April too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people will just straight up, just steal your tweets and jokes <laughs> and then just post them. It's like, Oh, cool. This is tight. I'm glad I'm not making any money, but you're making money off of this. Yeah, yeah, taking credit for it. Sounds like uh, sounds like how a certain president has uh, yeah <laughs> done, made, done his whole career. So and that, and that this is the thing that gets me is just actions. Like the the guy himself, he's whatever, but the things he does politically or not are not cool. Like if he was your boss. Let's just put this on a basic human level, like not the president, because that's a context a lot of people don't understand and can't like vibe with because, I mean, nobody's worked with the president. But (laughs) if you had a boss that blamed everybody that worked there when things went wrong and then when things went well, he took all the credit for it. (laughs) You would hate that dude. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like, you would hate him. You would hate him, and but that's why I think there's such a high turnover rate, right? Like uh, people either resign or they fucking quit or they get fired because he needs to blame somebody when something bad happens, so they fire somebody, or um, he needs, or people are sick of fucking the good things that happen, not being given credit for it. So mm-hmm. there's like, or probably the fucking vitriol they get for even working in that administration too. You know what I mean? I mean, your life is completely different when you align yourself. You're, you are now complicit, right? Like that's right. like the whole thing. So, I mean, I can't, ima- I can't fucking imagine working for the Trump administration. How fucking bad that has to be. Uh, uh, yeah. Just being a staffer for him or something. Jesus fucking Christ. No, it's just like you said, that's why there's such a high turnover rate. And I love the quote. I, I mean, I, I work the seminar circuit and you hear all the time from speakers, like people don't quit jobs. People quit managers. Yeah, and man. A hundred percent. Like um, Mark Cuban did an interview where he was talking about how Trump called him and just threw a bunch of his ideas at Cuban and was like, isn't that a good idea? And it's like, you don't give me a chance to like, this isn't a conversation. You're just saying things at me. <laughs> there's no substance to them. Right. Well, like that's not, a, yeah. Pitch meetings. Could you imagine being, have you uh, worked at a writer's room before? Yeah. It's the best because it's just people bouncing ideas off of each other and then coming together to like, b- take this one idea that was all right. And then after, no, you know, yeah, dude, 
and uh, and he's like they're talking about how uh, cabinet meetings are just Trump has all these ideas and he's looking to everybody around him to agree with him. And when they don't agree with him, that's like if you do that enough, you're gone. Jesus Christ. Whereas, whereas uh, what a president should do is bring in the best people in all these different fields and then they give them give him their ideas and he either signs off on them, asks them to elaborate more or says no. And like, that's, that's how it's supposed to work. Like you're supposed to delegate and not do everything. And yeah, so who does this like, president think he is Lauren Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Lauren Michaels gives like good feedback to people. It's not like do what I say or you're fired. It's, you know, what, if, what if you did this? Like, or what if you did it this way? And then they come back with a new draft and if it's better, you know, right. I don't know. I, yeah, I just look at well, it from, from like, a leadership his, like if it's not his idea, if it's not his idea or from someone in his family, he does not give a fuck. Mm. That's why he hates Jared Kushner. You know what I mean? He's not really a part of the fucking family. Like right. it's, uh, but he can't fire him because he's, you know, the, the father of his, uh, daughter's children. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's a very, it's very odd. He's so, Fucking weird. Did you? Okay, this is something uh, funny I saw yesterday. Do you? Somebody like in Norway uh, hacked into his account for like two minutes. No, his Twitter account uh, with the password. You're fired. I'm not even fucking kidding. <laughs> was it spelled with the per, with the? Uh, it was spelled I, right. Okay, I, I wasn't your you fired. Are, you, yeah, it wasn't your your personal fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been even fucking funnier. To My, fired? <laughs> My fired? My <laughs> fired. What happened? Did it? I mean, uh, they, they. I mean, clearly, it's like a very quick. Oh, somebody. I mean, I get a fucking notification if somebody logs into my account anywhere else. It's usually me. You know what I mean on a computer or whatever immediately. So I imagine if it's the president, a bunch of people get a notification that he is. Uh, that someone else has logged into his Twitter with 85 million followers. Yeah. But it was a pretty funny, uh, probably 30 seconds. I'm imagining. (laughs) (laughs) I bet, I bet whoever did it was like, what? No way. (laughs) He didn't even, he he didn't even have time to, there's no way they even thought that was going to be, it was probably some dude that was like high, or drunk. It was like, dude, there's no way that it's this easy. There's no way. Yeah. And they probably got in an argument with his friend and was like, dude, it's not your fired. I guarantee it. Let's try it. And then he fucking did. And he was like, oh my God, I'm in the fucking president's Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's ever tried it because they're like, he can't be that. No way. There's no way. I mean, uh-huh. which is sort of fucking brilliant that nobody else had tried that yet. Yeah. Nobody else in four years had tried that and tried you're fired <laughs> he's been a twitter influencer long before he was president though right I mean, yeah 2011 I mean, or something he had his yeah he told uh yeah he told robert pattinson to dub Kristen stewart and look how good he's doing now yeah he's got covid but uh <laughs> <laughs> but he's also batman and if but anyone can batman. overcome covid yeah, it's it's batman dude <laughs> Although the Black Panther, oh shit! Um, <laughs> no, God. Well, I know what's getting edited. Yeah, cut it. <laughs> That'll be a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> Watch David destroy his career before it begins. 
Although uh, Black Panther, no, <laughs> you didn't even go any further. No, it would no. be so funny if you got canceled for that. Implicit. He just said Black Panther. You yeah. can't say the name of somebody after they've died. Too soon. Donald. He's. People are looking for such a fresh take on him that, uh, you know, the the cream rises quickly to the top. So since quarantine has started, Sarah Cooper, we're, we're all pretty familiar with her by this, by, at this point. Um, she did something brilliant that's so simple and so brilliant. I mean, if you look at TikTok, you see people are like lip syncing uh, comedians bits and, you know, getting millions of views and exposure to certain comedians that wouldn't have that exposure. It's weird. Everything is yeah. so weird. Um, <laughs> but she, all she did was lip sync things that he said, like sound bites of him. What like and and now she's got a Netflix special in the works. So something so simple. I mean, she's a, she's a great. If you look into her stuff, she's actually very funny. Uh, yeah. But, and and she's been working her ass off. So it's not like this is oh, one no, thing. It's, and not, were, it's just fucking like man. God damn. Why didn't anybody else do that? <laughs> what do but you she think? Does add jokes to those. Like she has like visual gags. Yeah. In the in the videos, it's not just lip syncing. Uh, I mean, it is mostly. It started but kind of that way, right? It did, yeah. But now she's like added like little visual stuff to it, which is like a nice. It's nice that there is some jokes in it now, mm-hmm. but uh, it just goes to show how fucking funny he is. Mm. Yeah, this is <laughs> hammering home Melissa's point, right? Yeah, <laughs> she's stealing his jokes. <laughs> <laughs> What, why do you think that took off like it did? Like, what what's funny about it? What what made that appeal to people? Um, it's funny to. I think it's funny to see a black like a black woman or a woman of color fucking say the wild shit that he says. You know what I mean? Because it is much funnier coming out of anyone else. It's like, and it's funny that it's a woman. It's funny that uh, her facial expressions are funny. Um, it's when you take everything that he says out of context, it's, it's hilarious. So it's like, uh, it's, it's taking all the terrible stuff and just giving it a little, a little room to breathe. And I think it, I think people just needed that. You know what I mean? Because they're, because because they already know what he said. They already know the terrible shit. And everybody's already like looking to shit on him for it. But this is just like, oh, what if it was just silly? You know, like it's almost like a dream. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like how we've made fun of George Bush for saying dumb shit. But uh, like if you took it out of context, it was funny. But in context, it was like, oh, you're also starting wars and killing people. <laughs> yeah. and so it's uh, it's a little uh in context, it's scary, but out of context, it's like, oh, this isn't too bad. Um, but yeah, I think that's part of the reason. And she just was, she, uh, she was just smart, man. She just had it down. Like the wind ones are always really funny. Like with, the, <laughs> with the helicopter in the background. Yeah. Like just having, I mean, really all you need is a fan, just a fan on high and you can do that. It's yeah. It's a, it was a small brilliance and using that new, uh, I mean, that new app that was, it just gets you out to so many people. It's just fucking, yeah, it's such a good idea. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, what, what do you think? What do you think connected it? 
Well, I think it was, it's just the perspective. It's like, oh, if somebody else said these things, we'd look at them like, right. you know, like with a renewed kind of perspective. Whereas, yeah. you know, you've heard the president say it and then Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel and Seth Meyers and Stephen Colbert driven it into the ground. We know it's stupid. And so taking his words without adding any commentary to them, I think gives it, it, it that's what makes it so much more impactful. And yeah. I think, uh, and I think it's funny that right when, that like she really started taking off is when Trump all of a sudden was like, we've got to get rid of TikTok. <laughs> See, it's because it's mining yeah. your data. It's mining your data. They're going to use your data. And it's like, you're on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Google, on Amazon, on eBay. Like all these things are already mining your data. What's the difference between TikTok doing it? Right. And, and you know, so. Yeah, what, you guys aren't selling it to the Chinese government? Is that the problem? Yeah, they're not making money off it. We're not making money off of it, which, right. whatever. But I think, I think, you know, I think it can be more damaging just because there's no, it's just his words through yeah. somebody, the visual of somebody else saying them. And dude, now though, especially it being a person of color, it's like his words through them, is makes it even i don't know there's something else i think more impactful but i know mm -hmm. i just said that before but i do think it is like it, it wouldn't be as impactful if i did it right you know what i'm saying like right. it wouldn't be like it would be like I, it would be kind of funny uh but it wouldn't be as funny as uh, a woman and a person of color saying this fucking wild shit i don't know it seems uh that makes the most impact probably yeah um it Colin Quinn in red state, blue state kind of talked about how, like what if the founding fathers talked like Trump? Uh, he had a little bit about that and that, yeah. you know, I found that really funny too. Cause that's just, it's a different perspective on the same thing that everybody's looking at. It's like, Oh, I've never thought of it that way. That kind of, you know, to me, if I'm more on the fence about it, about yeah. the guy, I'm like, Oh, that's dumb. Yeah. What if George Washington said that or what if right. you know, FDR, said that in the middle of the great or the, uh, well, just yeah, the like, depression just talking like him in general is uh is fucking wild like i mean imagine going through your life like that like just talking in the way that he speaks it's it would be i mean it's hilarious it's yeah. <laughs> really funny <laughs> i love reading transcripts of <laughs> of what he said when he goes off script like i don't know i couldn't imagine manually inputting subtitles even just reading his tweets normally are funny. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Sad. Sad. <laughs> Lion Ted. Crooked Hillary. <laughs> so simple, but it works. Throwback yeah, to the man. classics. His, <laughs> as a businessman, awful. As a promoter, fucking unstoppable. Yeah, dude. Nobody's get, like nobody's ever not talking shows. about him. My God, <laughs> he'd be selling out arenas. He could he could pack out arenas, man. No social distancing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's it's too much, man. It's but you know it's people like Sarah Cooper. It's that I can't watch fucking Seth Meyers anymore. I can't watch them yeah. anymore. The late yeah. night hosts because it's for the last four years, it's just been the same thing over and over again. 
And it's like, get new stuff. They'll do 15 minutes on what he did yesterday. It's like, but it's also just like, dude, we already all made the jokes. Yeah. It's over. Like yeah. we all did it this morning when it happened because yeah. you can't, you can't be that comic anymore. Right. Like you can't like be the guy that just writes the jokes about the thing. Like unless you catch that algorithm, mm. like that's what we're all trying to do anyways. Because we're all writing the fucking jokes. It's the jokes that you see on late night. They don't have a different take. Like it's the same shit we're already saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, you know, I, we've we've talked about parallel thinking before. And when everybody's joking about the same guy. It's gonna happen. Like yeah. it's the, and especially when it's that fucking dorky. Oh, he's orange and whatever. It's like <laughs> waka dude, waka. <laughs> yeah, there's like nothing more cringy than resist Twitter, like resistance Twitter, because it's like oh, uh, Captain Von racist tiny hands. It's like why are you what? That's the yeah. thing. You're lowering yourself <laughs> to his level. Just yeah. not as good. Yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs> he makes a joke in two words about a person that eviscerates them politically. Right, yeah. Little Marco Rubio. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, Marco's like, pay attention to me, daddy. Like, Right. <laughs> man, what it's, a twist. Yeah, but spelling it with two Ds is fucking like little, little Marco Rubio. God damn, it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> we know you were supposed to write five jokes about this person for this roast battle, but that's it. Yeah, little. <laughs> you did it. He goes little with two D's, and then that's, <laughs> that's it. Little Marco. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> Crooked Hillary. Although yeah. he, hasn't, he hasn't found one to, to stick for Joe yet. Sleepy Joe, man. Sleepy Joe. It's not. I don't Sleepy know. Joe in the basement. Sure I think that's funny. Sloppy Joe. <laughs> I don't think it's like eviscerating at all. I think no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's it's just Sleepy Joe in the basement is whatever. Yeah. I think he talks about. I don't know if he said it yet, but the smelling of the hair. I feel like he's creepy. Yeah. Joe is probably yeah. coming. I think he's probably saving that one for October. It could have been. It should have been Sloppy Joe, and he could have gone out to the Adam Sandler <laughs> Sloppy, song. Sloppy it's Joe. right there. Yeah. Slap a right Joe, there. slap a slap a Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, tweet at the president now, please, and tell him it should be Sloppy Joe. You should. <laughs> I think I already did. I was like, you're missing. You're missing out, man. He doesn't read anybody's tweets but his own. Yeah, that's true. I'm hamburger helping you out here. <laughs> <laughs> Hamburger. <laughs> and that, that's been done too much. I almost feel I'm mad about saying it. Um, <laughs> I yeah, Kofefi, God. Yeah. Ugh. That was a month of our lives. <laughs> They're still talking about it, dude. People have that in their... What are all these people going to do when he's not president anymore? He's still, <laughs> If he loses the election, he is still going to be very, very, very loud. Uh, he'll oh, be a, for sure. He'll be a correspondent on Fox. He'll be... But what are these people going to do, like, the people with, like, the, the handles that are, like... Uh, tuck front and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, what are they gonna do in like you know five <laughs> years when they have that handle still? And they're just like gonna yeah, be wandering around outside. Like, yeah, <laughs> they just came out of a bunker <laughs> after five years of isolation. Like, I don't right. Laughing. It's around this out. I kind of want to get a, a little bit deeper on like how do you make that connection? Like, if you want to joke about uh, this 
the savior that people have, have risen up, uh, put on this pedestal. This is their identity going to the opposite of that. Like Tuck Frump, like, you know, Donald Trump is the greatest ever. Like, how do you connect with somebody who wakes up every day? And the first thing they see is a Trump flag and a portrait of him. And they get out, they get in their Ford F-150 with the giant Trump flags to go to their boat with six more giant Trump flags. Like, <laughs> how can you find, get them to see what's funny in this flawed, very human, human being? That's what he is. He's just right. a person. Um, I feel like it has to come from a place of uh, not love, but not hate, you know what I mean? It has to come from a good place. It has to be like, I love that he does this bad thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you want to bring it up because it has to come from positivity or else they won't listen to it. It's just like him. It's mm -hmm. just like, they're, they're just like him. It has to come from positivity or like it, it's got to seem like you're praising him, but then you can say a bunch of bad stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just like, uh, it's sort of like when a comic before you bombs and you want to bring it up, but you don't want to shit on that person. So you go, I love this. And then you, whatever. I love whoever. And then you make fun of them a little bit. Like you can roast them a little bit. Cause you're like, there's that in that moment, like everybody felt like it was weird or whatever, you know? pointing out a weird part of their set. But you can get away with more when you come at it from like a nice angle. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. if what you're saying is not very nice. <laughs> I feel like he's retweeted people who have done that. Oh, for sure. He did it the other day. He did it. He retweeted some guy uh, who had like defund the police as his thing well it was it probably wasn't at the time and then he it was probably his name and then he got retweeted by the president and he changed it to defund the place or medicare for all or whatever it was mm -hmm. uh yeah. but yeah he, he does it on accident all the time that and nazis <laughs> those are the two people he accidentally retweets <laughs> there's a slip of the finger again <laughs> there's a slip of the hand uh yeah <laughs> What's scary is when he's out of office, he's going to have more time for that. Mm. Are you oh, kidding? Yeah. <laughs> he already has. You can't tweet over a hundred times or retweet over a hundred times in a day and say that you've been working in even a nine to five. Do you think that, uh, like, you know, all the, all the conservatives were like, he's, he's your president. Like when that, not my president shit was happening. Yeah. Uh, do you think they're going to do that when he's out of office? Like, I always kind of feel like they're going to be like, he's still my president. It's like, wasn't that the whole thing? Wasn't yeah. that how that became a thing? I feel like that's <laughs> going to happen. And that's going to be really fucking funny. I can't. For sure. <laughs> well, the hypocrisy has turned up to 100. I feel like whatever happened in the last 10 years, nobody has any self-awareness anymore. Oh, dude, it's fucking crazy. It's, uh, yeah. That's what's funniest to me. Seeing seeing the irony in yourself is a lost art. Uh, it's and there's so much room for growth when you do. Like we were talking at the beginning, like if I when I joke about my bombs, it's ma it makes me a human being to my audience who's never met me before, 
And right. it makes when I actually have something important to say connect better because I'm coming from a, a level ground. Like, oh, this dude fucks up like yeah, us. Yeah, dude, for sure. It's like, uh, it's like self-deprecate. Like, if you self-deprecate early on in a set with a good joke that isn't too like, oh me or whatever, yeah. but it's like you know, <laughs> you're shitting, you're shitting on like the way you look or whatever it is. You know what I mean? That is like, oh okay, like he knows what's happening. We are mm-hmm. also seeing that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Even if it's not, it doesn't have to be like, oh yeah, I'm a fucking fat guy, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. And they're like, oh, he is the fat guy. He, he knows what he is. Now we can all sort of trust that he knows the things he's talking about, at least, you know? Right. Uh, I do think there is, yeah, the self-awareness is fucking, I thought it was just comics for a while. Man, uh, there is no fucking self-awareness in the world. It is mm. insane. If, yeah, if he were to have just a little bit of self-awareness and be able to laugh at himself just a little bit, <laughs> he would wipe the floor uh, with every, like, election. <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, I mean, dude, him tweeting, if, if he ironically tweeted, you're, <laughs> like, he said something the other day about, he was like, blah, 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 uh, because I'm your favorite president. And yeah. I was like, that's the funniest fucking thing a president has ever said of all time. So good. <laughs> and if that was like even a little bit of a joke, it would have been amazing. But you know it isn't. Mm-mm. He thinks that he is everyone's favorite president. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you don't, then you're a hater. Oh. A loser. Yep. There's only two sides to this coin. Yeah, dude. That's it. <laughs> that's it. All right. Um I think we covered a lot of ground here today. Yeah, dude. This is something I could talk about. Tangents, dude, dude, I can, that, and I have to stop myself from doing that. Like, cause I, I'm the one that hosts this. <laughs> like I want right. to, you know, I want to hear from you. Um, and it's, it's so hard, especially something like this that I care about a lot. Uh, yeah. because you know, I grew up in a conservative house. I voted Republican up until the last election. And then I voted for Gary. And now there's like, I have no choice, you know? Yeah, um, dude. And just through everything that I've learned too, the fact that every single thing that I talk about, cause I talk about, you know, using like happiness and, and uh, using humor and leadership and how that's like a useful skill in solving problems, uh, which is essentially what a joke is. It's like, you, you have a setup, life gives you yeah. a setup and you have to figure out a way to connect the setup to the punchline. Yeah. And uh, so everything that I've ever learned, he does the opposite of. And like, I can't, I can't get on stage and say all these things and then support somebody who does the exact opposite. It's like, who am I? Like, I can't, I've quit jobs where I've worked for somebody who does the opposite, you know, because right. I can't be in that environment uh, without feeling like a hypocrite. So yeah, man, this is uh, this is a topic I could just, riff on then yeah dude the sun goes down man (laughs) for real yeah and uh nobody wants that (laughs) no nobody wants that um but your bit uh, i'm glad i'm glad that you you went with that because when i when i reached out to you um i had just watched that i think for the first time like right before that yeah, and uh, and when you said you wanted to talk about trump i had a feeling you were going to go with that bit and i'm glad you did because it's yeah so funny Hell yeah, dude. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. This fucking rule. Dude, of course, man. This, yeah, I, I enjoyed myself. Jeremy, what do you think? I had a good time. Hell yeah. That's it? Yeah. 
Ugh, you're never invited <laughs> to this party again. <laughs> Tell me how much you loved me. <laughs> Sometimes I'll do uh, old bosses, impressions of old bosses in my Trump impression. And it like, it makes things so much, uh, so much less personal and so much funnier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, no, well, I guess, yeah, fuck it. Uh, I'm uh, headlining Wiley's October 2nd in Dayton. So, I don't know. If you're in Dayton, you listen to this. Come to that. You can hear that fucking bit. Uh, but, yeah, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Big Red Machine. But, yeah, that's basically it, man. Awesome, man. Uh, thanks for jumping on the podcast. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, thanks for having me, man. And now... Uh, this is the end of the podcast. You know what's funny? So, you know what's funny? You I feel a few hours younger. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. It's weird. It's like uh it's like uh oh, that rules. Mitch Hedberg's <laughs> joke uh, isn't every picture every picture yeah, a picture of you when you were younger. younger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that and rules. I'm not getting any younger. Uh, so this is the end of the podcast, the end of the yeah, road. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> No matter how much you're being inundated with negative news, no matter how many times somebody makes that same joke, somehow, some way, you can laugh at that. Hell yeah. Even if it's the president. <laughs> Especially if it's the president. <laughs> Special thanks to Gold Knox Studio. You can find Gold Knox Studio for all your podcasting needs at goldenoxstudio.com. Uh, hit up Jeremy. He is fantastic to work with, a professional. Uh, he makes podcasting easy. And uh, if, you're, if you've been kicking the tires on starting your own podcast, definitely give Gold Knox Studio a look. If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod or like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation, is what I'm saying. All right. Bye.